Hi, I'm Jago Wynn, and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the daily Bible thought, and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Rory Heaton. Today we're going to look at the next couple of verses um, in, at the end of 1 Peter. So if you've got a Bible, you might want to turn to it. Um, we're 1 Peter chapter 5. And um, what we've seen over the last few days is that Peter's been writing to the church eldership here. He's been appealing to them to be witnesses of Jesus, to be witnesses of the gospel, even through hardship. And he's given a few um, examples of how to do that, to be shepherds, um, to uh, to clothe ourselves in humility, like Rima was talking about yesterday. And then we get to our verses today. Uh, 1 Peter 5, uh, verses 8 and 9. I'm going to pop them on the screen, hopefully. Here we go. Um, And then this is what they say. Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. And immediately when I read these verses, I thought, what a huge shift from the humility in the verses uh, just before. And we've gone from humility to resisting the the devil who devours. But I think this is very much just a continuation of what Peter has been writing about. He's still appealing uh, for Christians to continue to be witnesses of Jesus through hardship. And what he's doing is he's just warning them about who the culprit of their hardship is. And he says that in verse uh, eight there, your enemy, the devil. So what we'll see in this, um, these two verses is we've got a warning and an encouragement. And the warning is that hardship isn't haphazard. There is an enemy, the devil, who prowls around ready to pounce and snatch us and our attentions away from Jesus. He's waiting to catch us out and lead us astray. And so Peter's appeal turns to an encouragement. He turns to um, give us reasons how we can not be led astray. So he says, be alert and of sober mind. Resist him. Stand firm in the faith. So we need to be aware of the ways which we can be led astray from Jesus. We need to be aware. We need to be alert. We need to be of sober mind. We need to be ready to resist the temptations, the distractions, things that we may even seem as harmless that that do end up corrupting our relationship um, with the Almighty One. They can be gloriously obvious or subtle little things. I don't know um, if you can think of things in your life right now which might just be little by little leading you away from Jesus. For me, it's silly annoying things like um, notifications on my phone popping up as I'm trying to read um, the Bible or pray and they end up just being a huge distraction for me. But the encouragement for us is that we believe in a God who is greater than the devil. Jesus says, greater is he who lives in us than he that is in the world. Jesus himself is greater than the devil and greater than death. And he has offered us life and life to the full. And we access that um, through our faith, through standing firm in our faith, as Peter writes here. So how do we do that? How do we stand firm in our faith? 
Well, I want to encourage us this morning, as we've already been doing, to look to the object of our faith. We look to Jesus and we are uncompromising in our pursuits of him, in our devotion to him, in our adoration of him. And I think it's because when we stand firm in our faith, we, we end up finding real joy. Um, the joy of our salvation, as the psalmist writes, the joy of communion with the one true living God. It made me think about um, James is writing uh, at the start of his letter and um, right at the start he writes this. He says, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. So standing firm in our faith does mean persevering. It doesn't mean that the hardships go away, but it means that um, it will lead us into a life that is both mature and complete, that w- where we're not lacking in anything. And that, that, persev- that kind of sense of not lacking anything will lead us into the joy, the true joy of our salvation, even in the face of suffering. James says, consider it joy, not that there are trials, but because God is bringing uh, us into the fullness of life through them. So God has this uh, open invitation to each one of us when we trust in his goodness and his care for us. We can stand firm in our faith because God cares for us, as we've already uh, been praying about this morning. And we can stand firm in our faith by humbling ourselves, by depending on him, by looking to him and trusting him uh, in a life of uncompromising devotion. And then I thought it was really interesting, the end of verse nine, um, as you look at it now, um, where uh, Peter writes, resist him standing firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. And so there's a call here not to stand firm in the faith just for our own benefit, but for the benefit of others too, for the benefit of other Christians going through tough times, for the benefit of um, yeah, for the benefit of the building up of the body of Christ. Isn't, I don't know if you find it, but whenever you hear about um, someone going through a really difficult time and um, they are just so uncompromising in their faith and uncompromising in their joy in Jesus. And um, there's uh, a, a friend who's just in the last couple of days been through um, an enormous um, change in their life that um, I think they weren't expecting to happen quite like it did. And yet, chatting to them yesterday, they were so um, kind of uh, devoted uh, to God in what, they, in what they were talking about. And even though it's been a really difficult few days, they um, were just uncompromising in their joy in Jesus. And I was just so encouraged to hear um, them speaking like that. And I wonder if you can think of times when you um, have been encouraged in a similar way. Um, hearing about Christians standing firm in their faith regardless of their circumstances and so we want to try and be that for others too we want to be um, standing firm in our faith so that we can too be an encouragement to others who are going through hardships so as Peter writes let us be alert and of sober mind let us not be distracted from our faith let us resist the schemes of the devil by standing firm in our faith by living in joyful devotion and adoring pursuit of Jesus. Amen. Amazing. Why don't we just spend a bit of time uh, praying just on the back of that? Um, 
I was, as I was kind of looking at the passage, I thought it'd be great for us to pray for ourselves, that we would continue to stand firm in the faith, um, in our everyday, in knowing the joy of our salvation. And then it'd be great for us also, if you feel led to pray um, for Christians around the world, maybe those facing persecution, those facing hardships, those that need that encouragement of um, knowing that others are standing firm in the faith with them. Amen.